Welcome to Home From Home, a podcast where we answer your questions with our experiences and questionable advice. We're just two guys who like guys but love God. This is a safe place for real conversation. We'll talk about the highs and lows of life as a disciple with added baggage. Can we help you with that? Welcome to your Home From Home. In this back-to-school episode, we talk about handling life as a same-sex attracted student and how to have the best kind of interactions at school. Welcome to your Home From Home. We are back. Another episode. We're Look at live. us. We're here. I know. We're here. I know. We're so regular now. Well done. I us. know. We're so regular. Except me, you know, I ate too much food and now I'm not as regular anymore. <laughs> Stop. That was a body joke. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. Throw it back to our body episode I last know. week. Again. We were talking. We're talking about bodies again. If we're talking bodies. Okay. I'm not going to sing that song. Okay. We'll, we'll continue. <laughs> I um, don't think I know that one. Anyways. How are you? What's going on in the life of Topher? You still haven't moved yet. No. Well, by the time this is released, I think I will have moved, uh, which oh. will be cool. Oh, you um, moved. <laughs> but I, am, but I, I haven't yet, no. Um, but I am starting university very soon, so oh my which goodness. will be cool. Yes. Um, You're going I'm, back like, for more. enrollment stuff. Yeah, I like took my student picture. On, it used to be cool. It was like you'd go to campus and then they'd you do it yourself there. But then now I'm like, um, yeah, now I just have to take a picture of myself and send it and go on my little card. But I'm looking forward to having a card again. Yeah, I can again. then use it to get in. And it's student all discounts. discounts. I can get so many discounts on things. I I've know. missed it. I, know, I need I know. that. Is are they doing it in person or is like it's going to be remote for a while? How is it with with uh, the it's, COVID situation? It's like kind of a mix, I think, is the plan. Oh, like a so, hybrid. Um, yeah. So like big things like lectures and stuff will be online. Although I study architecture and I you don't have much lectures. It's mainly practicals and stuff like that. So um, so hopefully a lot of it will be in person. I don't think I could do it all online. And yeah, and I mean, you're going back to school as well, as a, but there's a teacher this time, fully employed. I know. It's really crazy. I don't really know what my life is. It's like, oh, teaching, great. And then like I'm counseling at a different school and just doing all kinds of different things with disability advocacy, which is great. I love. Um, but the biggest news that I've been teasing for a while yeah is by the time that this episode will have gone out, uh, you'll all remember my beautiful, uh, amazing girlfriend, then fiance, and now wife. Now we have officially, I know, we have officially gotten legally married uh, for a couple of different reasons. But yeah, we legally, we decided to legally get married before our big wedding in January. So... By the time you are listening to this, I am no longer a single man. I am off the market officially. Yeah. I guess. I guess once you get engaged, that's kind of off the market. Mm. Well, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's like it, they do say once you put a ring on it, but it's also like you haven't really gone to the altar yet, have you? 
Yeah. So I'm extra, extra off the yeah, off the market. Yeah, I guess really off the market now. And, uh, off the market. and I'm enjoying uh, the life of of a husband. So wow. Yeah, that's the big update I've been teasing that's for a while. It's so like, oh my exciting. goodness, it's happening. I know. What is my life? I'm a teacher. I'm a counselor. I'm a husband. It doesn't really sound real, does it? It really doesn't. <laughs> and, you know, I'm going to I'm sure there's going to be a time where it really sinks in like this is real. Uh, hasn't done a hundred percent. So yet, like, I think I still feel like I wake up sometimes and I was like, oh, is this is this a dream? <laughs> Or am I actually awake? And uh, spoiler alert, no, I, I am awake. <laughs> well, on behalf of me and all the listeners, Thomas, we want to wish you the happiest marriage. So excited Aww. for everything that's happening for you and Sophia. And it's going to be amazing. I can't wait to have her back on the podcast. And it'll be so easy because you guys are yes. literally together now all the time, even though you're spending so much time anyway but yeah i'm just so excited for you this can be great just for listeners now just let know i'm the only single advocate here so i i still have your back and uh in single single c <laughs> yeah but for you married folk hopefully we'll have some more nuggets or please send in your nuggets for thomas because he has a lot to learn <laughs> oh yes give me give me all of the marriage advice <laughs> I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah, well, none of us do, do we? Okay, well, next. I feel like you're going to have a baby in a few months. It's all going so quick. No, <laughs> don't put that on us. No, 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 no. We're, we're actually like, so she's, again, which is really appropriate for what mm. we're uh, talking about this episode. She's going back to school and has a few years of school, so... Uh, she has two years to finish up her bachelor's and then two years of her teaching credential. So we're waiting at least four years to have wow. a kid. At least that's the plan. Okay. You know, God might have another plan. But right now we're we're trying hard and uh, trying to take all the measures we can to uh, prevent us having a baby. Amazing. <laughs> for a while. Well, yeah. I mean, if you haven't guessed, I mean, you probably saw it in our episode title. This is the back to school episode because we're all going back to school. Whoa, whoa back to school. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you're you're really the only one on this episode that's officially going back to school. I guess I'm going back as a teacher, yeah. but and your still. wife. I mean, it's everywhere. It's the season. I, I love this back it's to school every- season. It is the season. Um, it's always a time of like new hope, new energy mm-hmm. new like when people have these like new beginnings in january i never really related that much like to me like the time to reinvent yourself the time for new starts is september like september is that moment so i love her i love september i'm grateful september's here although i did like summer but you know september is a good so time. you don't want to be woke up when september ends you want to be woken up when august ends yeah exactly yes please I got it. Do you remember? Um, Okay, so um, we're going to be answering a question, which is from a teacher, actually, today, which will be cool, uh, as is our back to school episode. But before then, what was school like for you, Thomas? Campus, secondary school, elementary, what do you call it? You know, yeah, yeah. What do you what do you guys call it in the UK secondary? Primary and secondary school. So secondary is when you're like a teenager, yeah? Uh yeah. Yeah. And then you guys have like college too, but it's different. 
than like what we think of as college. College is like you can go to college when you're like 17 or 18. Uh-huh. So you could leave school and go to college before university. So college is like a yeah, yeah a different thing. Anyways, um you know school I have a lot I had a love hate relationship with school. Yeah. Um growing up like I I did like learning, but I also was bullied a lot in school, so that wasn't really great, but I think you know, once high school kind of came in, I was like, yeah, you know, I am excited for school. You know, you get to see all your friends, mm. you know, everyone's back in their back to school. Do you, do you remember back to school shopping? Yeah, where I do. It's like everyone is like, you got to show up with the fresh outfit every day of the week. And then like after the first week of school, everyone goes back to looking like a slob usually. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, here though, we because we used to wear school uniform. So you'd you would have nicer clothes when you come back, but it would mean like your smart black shoes are extra shiny or you have a new new shirt or something or your blazer's extra clean, yeah. but like nothing we wouldn't get like that you that glow that you guys I'm sure would have. I know. Oh my gosh, I couldn't imagine. Um but yeah, once I got to college, like Oh my gosh, I loved college so much. I love college so much that I went back for my master's yeah. and uh, am highly considering going back for my PhD eventually. Um, we'll see. Uh, so yeah, no, I love school. I loved college. Like I think college was like finally when I feel like I found who I, sounds so cliche, but it was like I found who I was and I was like, ah, this is who I am. This is where I belong. This is what I want to do. You know, all of those things. Mm. I loved college. But what about you? How was school for you? Did you enjoy school? Were you a nerd? Uh, why do you say that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Did you, were you scholarly? I guess were you scholarly is, is a better question. No, I was, I, I was ask. a nerd. Uh, yeah, no, school was great. Um, I think I, yeah, I mostly really enjoyed it. I like, during the time, I just hate getting up really early in the morning. It was scary. There were some really scary moments. I remember in year seven, we'd have, we had this um, rugby tournament that everyone had to be part of. And I just, I, I'm okay with sport, but like rugby, I hate. Like, it's so like, you just slam into each other. Aggressive. Yeah, and then yeah. there's like mud everywhere. You need to like wear these like mouth guards. And also I like have bad eyesight. So I was wearing my glasses. And so I couldn't wear my glasses either because if someone would like slam into me, I'd need to take my glasses off because they could like damage my eyes, whatever. So I took my glasses off and it was pouring. I remember it was almost, it was kind of semi snowing, hailing. The mud was so wet. I couldn't see anything because my glasses were off. And then there was just these like shapes running like towards me. No. Nope. Some of those things they were like so traumatic. I think that was the longest hour of my life. Yeah, really bad. But then um, other than that, things were, things were pretty fun. Me and my friends played a lot of Minecraft when we were, in, when I was around 15, I think, um, 14. Minecraft was the thing. I could see you being so into Minecraft. I loved Minecraft. I loved Minecraft. Um, but it was like back in the, it was like back when it was a beta and, uh, you know, it was a bit more cool. Mm -hmm. It's not so much about like, now there's all these like kids that go to like Minecon. And uh, it's like, it's such a phenomenon, but I think mine, Minecraft was cool back then. 
Um, yeah, and then campus was campus was fun. It was a lot more like stressful and hard work. School, I didn't need to work very hard, but once I went to university, it was like, ah, like this is challenging. I miss the structure of it, you know. Now we have to figure everything out ourselves. I know we have to give ourselves the structure. Yeah, but once you start making money, it's sick. Making money is cool. Yeah, making money is the best. It's like you do maybe less, a bit less work. I felt like than when I was studying, and you make you actually end up with more money than when you were studying. You wake up with more money and not a broke college student. Yeah, yeah exactly. All throughout, you know, my what was it? My junior first few years of college, my parents were yeah. like, "We don't want you to work because you need to focus on your studies and all of this stuff." And I was like, "I get it, but like." It's hard out here being, you know, with no money. And then I started working. Um, gosh, the my junior and senior year. And then all throughout grad school, obviously, I worked. And I was like, oh, I'm making like some money, but it's also hard because like I pay rent and that's about yeah. it. <laughs> you know, rent and some food once in a while. And then like I save up to go on trips once a year. But yeah, now that I can like afford to live and like do things i was like oh is this what it's like to have money it's nice yeah it's, it's nice. nice thank you yeah. capitalism yeah. we're grateful i know uh, you know there's a lot of things about actually i'm not no it's capital let's we're not no, either no. um yeah i guess yeah. that kind of satiric thing Okay, anyway, let's go into this question. Do you want to read it, Thomas? Yeah, sure. Let me see. The question is, I am a teacher and identify as a Christian. I often find myself feeling conflicted when a middle schooler shares that they are transgender and want to be referred as a different gender. As a teacher, it's difficult when I see the school staff environment encouraging that we refer to this child by their new gender that they identify with, and there's no parental consent. There's a part of me that longs to provide some support as a Christian, since at least in my school district, there's only a secular perspective on helping kids navigate through these things. Mm. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting question uh, or comment. Uh, what do you think about that, uh, Topher? Yeah, I mean, obviously, just a disclaimer, because this issue's on transgender, neither me nor Thomas are transgender, um, or that's not our struggle at the moment, so the thing we say is... Take it with the grain of salt. Yeah, large, large grain, many grains. Honestly, anything we say ever, take with the grain of yeah, salt. Yeah, but this maybe take it with a tub of salt, like a big old jar, big old jar of kosher salt. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, no, I think... This is great. Thank you for asking this question, teacher. Like, I can see that you're, you know, you're a great teacher. You really want to, like, talk about helping helping the kids and, and navigate through something which is really challenging. Like, clearly, you want to be able to be there for the kids that you're teaching and how and how you can help them. And I can imagine that's, yeah, like, must be difficult, especially with your convictions as a Christian on gender and that feeling in conflict with the staff environment or the more secular perspective on kind of anything goes with um with kids and and i and how they want to identify i mean obviously i feel like you'd you'd have to you'd have to really go with what 
the school says in some ways because it's just it's your professional environment and um and yeah. there's policies and, and these kind of things that you need to you'd need to adhere to that uh i mean obviously for some people if that means if there's policies at your workplace which you feel like ultimately are just in complete conflict with your faith then sometimes it's a question of being like okay well maybe i can't i can't work here but i i don't know for this i mean it's not it doesn't seem like a hill to die on i can imagine that's really it's really challenging especially with these kids and when you're in middle school how old are you in middle school like so that's like year six, like it depends on the, where they are in the country, but that's like year six, seven and eight. Okay. So you're like 12, like the oldest you'll be is probably like 13. Yeah. Uh, in year eight, right. Year eight, you're like what? 13. Yeah. Around then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, these kids are young. So, um, I mean, it, obviously it comes from respect of respecting the kids for how they want to identify, which is such an important mm-hmm. principle and, and, and respecting, uh, those around them is, is really Christ. Like the people around us is really Christ-like and it's such an important part of being a Christian. Um, I don't yeah. know, maybe there's some way about like helping kids navigate this in a way that still respects the gender pronouns that they want to go by but there's a there is maybe there's a way of educating or some kind of resource which is helpful apart from that but i don't know what that would be yeah no i mean it definitely is a tricky a tricky uh thing when you're dealing with with kids especially mm-hmm. um you know of you know because essentially that's what they are i mean young adults for sure but like kids you know who are still figuring out who they are and still figuring out what they think and what they believe and all of that stuff uh and i agree with what topher said in the sense that like you know it is your profession so there is some boundaries there um also as like just a christian as a disciple you know like we're called to not judge those outside of church you know that's not really our our place Um, if it's inside the church, it's a little different, but outside of the church, you know, I think just being respectful and being like, okay, like you want to be called this pronoun, like I'm going to do that for you. Because honestly, like a lot of the times with like, what I've realized with teenagers is they just want to feel like understood and respected and treated with respect. Like everyone else does. Um, and like a lot of the times, like we won't have anything we won't care about what you have to say until we know how much you care, you know, and that's like an old saying, but it's true. Like a lot of people won't care about you or what you have to say until they know how much you care. And I think part of using pronouns is that thing of being like, Hey, like I love you. I respect you. I want to respect your decisions here. And yeah, I think if I'm honest, like I think with education, there needs to be more of a conversation about gender, more of a conversation about sexuality, more of a conversation about a lot of those things. Cause I mean, I don't, I don't really know how it is in the UK, but like in the States are like sex education and like that kind of stuff just really isn't great. Um, and I think that, you know, just a larger conversation is being able to like talk with these conversations. And again, it's hard because they're, they're teens and, you know, like parents consent and how much parents want you talking about things is hard. But like, I think just you, the best thing you can do as an instructor, as a teacher 
is just be a safe place of being like, hey, if you want to talk about these yeah. things, like I'm here to help you navigate that. I'm here to like, you know, figure out what that means. And like maybe even for you as an instructor is like, I know it contradicts your faith, which is which is fine. You know, like you're entitled to your faith, you're entitled to your beliefs, you know, and I'm inclined to believe with a lot of those beliefs and, and ideas. But I think there also is an importance on like educating yourself on those issues. Mm. So maybe even like doing some research for yourself so that if and when kids do come and talk to you about these things, like you'll be able to view it from a larger perspective other than just our own biases that we tend to have. Um, and just being that supportive, safe place for like kids to open up. I think that's the best thing that we can do um, as educators. That's really good advice. Wow. From teacher to teacher. I mean, different, but yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they are different. But yeah, no, I think that's really cool. Um, I think this brings up like wider issues just in... Um, in in the difficulty, especially for our listeners that are going back to school this year, like good luck. There's there's different challenges, especially about being same sex attracted or just interacting with the LGBTQ community in our in our schools, um, and on campus and stuff like that. And especially now, I think times have yeah. changed a lot. Yeah, I don't know. I I would. I think something I was thinking about is you know when. I just remember seeing like even before when when in educating and at school, like when people were really pushing that schools should do sexual education to talk about things like contraception and that kind of thing. This was like a few decades ago. Um, because there wasn't really education about things like contraception or anything mm -hmm. or sexually transmitted diseases, because there was a feeling of if we talk about there's kind of a conservative notion. If we talk about these things in a school setting, then it will further encourage that mm -hmm. behavior mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And I think we're at that a similar kind of point now with education, with things like sexuality, where there's this there's this fear of like if you give too much weight to talking about things like sexuality, then pe more people are gonna like identify as as queer or or whatever if if they educated about it. I think that can be quite a harmful notion because I mean it was damaging. Yeah. It was damaging before like whenever that happened about just normal sexual education because mm -hmm. there was a lot of like diseases and a lot of confusion and without people receiving and the correct pregnancy, yeah, pregnancies. And, yeah. And, and without people receiving like the education, there's no way to to deal with that. And I think it's the same here in some ways. Like we have to be able to like it's just a fact and we have to be able to educate ourselves and be able to talk about it with other people and when these kids are sharing it like under as opposed to being like i just don't understand what you mean because it doesn't fit with my belief system it's like kind of approaching of like mm. like I, yeah. I understand actually i've read about this like this is a reality a lot of people feel this way like how can i how can i listen to this and uh, that, that definitely does seem like the first step yeah yeah and i think i always want to encourage people and this is something you know we at strength and weakness say all the time is that you know there's a difference between acceptance and and condoning something there's a uh difference between educating yourself and you know feeling like kind of just understanding where people are coming from and not saying that it's okay or that you don't even necessarily have to say what you feel on the topic you know and so i think just being able to educate people 
you know, as instructors, like I think a lot of people would be like, well, what does this have to do with education? What does this have to do with like, you know, life? And I think sometimes when we think of school, we're like, okay, like they need to know like maths or they need to know like their science or their history or whatever, which is true. Like you do need to know a lot of those things, but I think there needs to be this wider understanding of what education is and what is valuable, especially, you know, when you're a middle schooler and teenager in high school, or as you, for all our UK and other listeners in secondary, you know, you're really trying to figure out who you are. And it's, it's not like you're not, especially in the age of the internet, it's not like people aren't talking about this or learning about this anyways. So it's probably better to have like an adult from like an education perspective rather than just some random thing on the internet with who knows what could be taught. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Not saying that the internet's bad or whatever, but like it is the internet. Like you can find just about anything on there. And that doesn't also mean that the information is correct, yeah. you know? Um, and so like, I think what we need to understand in this generation is like, especially as Christians, like we can't be hiding like our head in the sand and pretending that these things aren't real and aren't happening because they're happening. And I think even just beyond like the schools, like I think churches should start having these conversations about sexuality, about orientation, about gender, about all of these things, because I mean, where else are like teens, you know, they're, they're experiencing it. They have questions and they're going to learn about that. Like, if you really want to make an impact, like you have to start talking about those things because it is, it is, it is critical. It is important. Yeah, completely. I completely agree. And um, let's do that ourselves. Let's like learn to, let's not shut down the discussion immediately when you hear someone wanting to talk, identify as a new gender or a different gender or whatever. Mm -hmm. I think we can shut down arguments, be like, no, like, and we oversimplify and we go, there's, there's, two clear genders and you're assigned with it and that's it and we give it no kind of nuanced understanding and no chance to hear experience we mm-hmm. just um we block it off and and let's definitely not do that but yeah so i mean that's kind of all the time we have today i just encourage our listeners like good luck when you're going back to school for those who are same-sex attracted yeah i hope it will be like a really positive time that you'll meet some really cool people yep. that yep. you'll learn a lot and that you'll have a really yeah. exciting time just even for your faith with you and God. Because I know my yeah. times at school were just so instrumental with my faith. So, yeah. Yeah. And love people. Have conversations with people who are different from you. Challenge your your thinking and your perspective. That's what school is about. Mm. Especially if you're going to college or uni or whatever. Like, I think the whole point is to challenge your perspective on things. Completely. Let's do it. Let's challenge those perspectives. And we will see you guys next week. All right. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to Home From Home. We'd love to hear your questions. Please submit through the link in the description. Home From Home is sponsored by Strength and Weakness Ministries, a Christian organization that helps to bridge the gap between the Christian community and the LGBTQ community through awareness, education, and support. For more info and resources, go to strengthandweakness.org.